Haha, <laughs> are we live? I believe we are live. Welcome to Guy Aitchison's Reinventing the Tattoo. This is the Tattoo Now show, and we have special guest Mike DeVries beaming in from uh, California. So I want to thank you very much for tuning in. I'm not sure whether you're beaming in uh, live from the mobile app and, uh, that's found at either of the app stores, either Google or uh, the Apple Store, or straight at community.org reinventingthetattoo.com. This is going out on the YouTubes and looks like it is. So if you're watching, please let us know in the chat room. Hey, Jason, nice to catch up. Thank you very much uh, for letting us know that it's working for you. Uh, this is also going out on, well, it's hopefully also going out on the Facebooks and it looks like it is indeed. So again, please let us know that it's working. I've got a couple minutes of an introduction and I want to talk about some of the upcoming events that you could find reinventing at. Um, and yeah, but in the meantime, if you could share this around, it's going to be a, a pretty awesome interview. Um, let's see, what do we got here? Uh, yeah, uh, I was talking about the YouTube channels uh, and the podcast. You might be listening to the podcast replay. All of the Reinventing the Tattoo Network shows, the art jams, drawing groups, interviews, panels, webinars. There's so many different on-demand replays. You want to check them out at the, either in the library of the app. I was talking to some people uh, yesterday who, was, who are using the app's library to get to all the replays. It's a tremendous amount of awesome content being made. You could also find them on the YouTube channels or the podcast channels. So click subscribe on either of those places because we're brand new there, uh, as well as leave your kind words so that we can go up in the charts and those new channels. Um, you can definitely send your constructive criticism or show ideas or guest ideas, uh, or if you're interested in sponsoring or advertising, straight to management at reinventingthetattoo.com. If you are a tattooer and you are catching all of these, um, all the talk about all the different replays and whatnot, but you're not quite sure where to start, you can always go to reinventing247.com reinventing247.com and there's anywhere between two and four channels of replays going on there. If you scroll all the way down to the bottom of that page, there's a place to put in your address. It has to be a studio address. You need to be a tattooer because we have sample packs, reinventing sample packs that include Cheyenne tattoo cartridges as well as raw pigments, some inks. So if you are actively tattooing and you have a shop address, go to reinventing 24 7 uh, scroll down to the bottom and fill in your address. I think there's a couple of questions there, and we will send you some great, soon-to-be famous, but not quite famous yet, reinventing the tattoo sample packs. Okay, uh, the weekly staple shows on reinventing the tattoo. So if you're watching a replay, you can always catch these awesome live shows. <coughs> Excuse me. So I'm, I'm taking a deep breath here. Get your tasty beverage. We have like five or six shows. Every Sunday at 1 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, there's a Reinventing Drawing Group with Jason Leeser. Uh, every 9 o'clock p.m. on Sundays, these are all Eastern Standard Times because we're in New York uh, Central, we're in New York time here. Uh, 9 p.m. Eastern is the Tattoo Weekly with Jake Meeks, Lauren Gregory, and me. I'm Gabe Ripley. Uh, we go over some of the highlights of the previous week. We talk about some of the upcoming shows for the next week. And then we all will pick stuff from the archives. We talk about things that are in the news. Uh, that is the Tattoo Weekly every 9 o'clock Sundays. Yeah, Eastern. Uh, Mondays at 9 o'clock in the morning, we have a reinventing drawing group bright and early. Not quite sure who's going to be hosting it, so we'll have some guests. 
If you are interested in waking up at 9 o'clock Eastern, it's even earlier in California. If you're in Europe and you want to host, it's in the afternoon. Anyways, we have drawing groups where everyone beams in to do their homework. It's always pretty. It's always fun. Uh, 9 o'clock at night on Mondays, we have a subscribers exercise uh, with Guy Aitchison himself. Um, he, every Monday, he works with people who are the paid subscribers. Uh, thank you very much to all our sponsors for making this stuff free. Uh, paid subscribers are the beating heart of reinventing. It's like $300 a year. And yeah, it includes Monday exercises. You can basically be doing your homework and handing it in to Guy every week, and he'll critique it. He'll let you know what he would do to your artwork. It's pretty amazing. And I have to say, I'm just going to go off on this a little bit. Watching people do these uh, Monday exercises just about six months to a year now. You know, we were working on the, the virtual gatherings where we did this quite a bit. But really, the, this weekly pace, and some people are doing this two or three times a week, people's uh, artwork and tattoos are improving. You know, it's, it's just like going to the dojo, you know. So that's Mondays at 9 o'clock with Guy Aitchison, who is an amazing tattoo inspiration and educator. His work speaks for itself, and he is an open book. He like, he's the reason why there are so many collaborative uh, things to do uh, on reinventing. He's the reason why reinventing exists. We'll talk about that later. Okay, uh, Tuesdays at 10 o'clock in the morning, we have a reinventing drawing group with Ricardo. He always has great uh, exercises planned out. Every Wednesday at noon is the Tattoo Now show, where I not only do the intros, uh, but then I actually host and do some questions, do some panels, and I'm going to be interviewing Mike DeVries. This is actually Wednesday at, well, this is actually at 2 o'clock because uh, we got our time zones a little screwed up. But anyways, Wednesdays at 12 noon, we're doing the Tattoo Now show. Thursdays at 12 noon, the Tattoo Collecting Podcast with Fawn uh, Baker and Jordan Ruckus. They're doing like two hours every week. I think they're almost up to 50 episodes with awesome tattoo collectors. You definitely got to check it out. They had Russ on previously, and the, and the collectors are great. The people that you've seen at all the conventions, but now you get to hear all their stories. Uh, Thursdays at uh, 10 o'clock in the morning is another subscriber's exercise with Kier. It's more of a fundamentals where all le skill levels are encouraged, including apprentices and apprentice types. Uh, Kier has been tattooing, I think, professionally, maybe even less than a year. But that's a great reason to, to go to her class if you're in that. Uh, well, again, all skill levels, you could always be upping your fundamental skills, but this is specifically for apprentice, apprentice types, people that might be a little uh, threatened to, to beam into some of the other workshops are encouraged to catch up with Kier. Okay, uh, a couple ways to support the show. I've got, I'm going to try to get this out in three or four minutes here. We've got real world events. The Paradise BYOB is happening October 3rd to the 6th, 2021. It's a BYOB, kind of like a picnic when we first booked it. There was only less than 100 people per room, and everyone had to wear masks inside. Then it got opened again, and everyone got vaccinated. Not everyone. A lot of people got vaccinated. Everything opened up. Now everything's getting crazy again. Who knows what we're doing? We are beaming out a shit ton of webinars, and we're beaming out the stage. And we can have, well, at least up to 100 people per room. So uh, Paradise BYOB, the lineup is awesome. Uh, I'm really excited. We're just kind of, you know, like I said, we're putting it together in the midst of this uh, insanity, so bear with us a little bit. Uh, all of the tickets are going to be transferable to web tickets, and we will be webcasting um, nearly all of the uh, major programming, basically stuff that we can't webcast out, we won't. Everything else gets webcast out. Apprentices are welcome. We have shop tickets. It's going to be a great time. It's only like $100 for the four days. It's a four-day week start ticket because October 3rd to the 6th is a Sunday to Wednesday. Who the fuck does a show from Sunday to Wednesday? Um, I guess shows that are dedicated to tattooers uh, because those are the days off. Anyways, uh, 
Paradise BYOB, check it out. Let's see, uh, again, presuming that uh, we don't have to quarantine for weeks, a whole mess of us will be heading over to the Brussels Tattoo Convention, November 12th to the 14th. Uh, Nick Baxter, Ivana, and I will be doing seminars. The Reinventing Crew, we have a whole mess of people that are coming over to be tattooing, to leading some uh, reinventing subscriber exercises. We'll definitely have like a, like a general member meetup. It's going to be a lot of fun, November 12th to the 14th in Brussels. That's this year. 2022, we have shows. This is where we're really trying to kick things up. February 5th and 6th is a Reinventing Tattoo Live uh, from the Red Tree Tattoo Shop, the, or the Compound, uh, the True Tubes headquarters out in Columbus, Ohio. That Saturday will be art jams and programming for the public and for collectors. That Sunday will be seminars, critiques, and that kind of thing. That's February 5th and 6th, Red Tree. Go to, um, I don't know, uh, truetubes.com, hillcity.com. Uh, we could figure that, we're going to figure out what's going on there. Uh, again, the, uh, get in touch with, with Derb or with me sooner rather than later because seating is going to be limited. Uh, April 11th to the 14th is going to be the first inspiring tour in New Hampshire. This is a very limited, it's uh, I believe seven registrations for three days plus a field trip day. This is at a, a bed and breakfast in New Hampshire. It'll be, I think it's like two grand-ish for seminars the first day with Nick Baxter, plain air, uh, painting out landscapes and whatnot. Second day with Sean Barber doing some portraits. The third day, they're going to be working on a collaborative tattoo and directly talking about how the previous uh, experiences with the paintings are informing how they're doing the tattoos. And then there'll be a field trip day the next day. Like I said, it's extremely limited. We're not really talking about it too much, but if you're interested, shoot me an email, gabe at tattoonow.com, and we could talk more about that. May, this is all 2022. That's April 11th to the 14th. May 20th to the 22nd, Hell City, Columbus. Uh, hellcity.com, July 8th to the 10th, 2022 is the Rock River Tattoo. Uh, yeah, the July 8th to the 10th is the Rock River Tattoo Art Expo, tattooartexpo.com. It's, it's on a river. Cliff Breakers is a venue. Guy is going to have an amazing uh, reinventing series. It's got like a lecture hall for that, uh, designed to do lectures. It's going to be pretty awesome. Um, tattooartexpo.com for that. July 29th to the 31st, 2022 is the Rubber City Tattoo Invitational. Tony Urbanek, who's uh, doing a lot of the machine building exercises, is running his first convention out in Akron, Ohio. And then our last scheduled event for next year uh, is October 20th to the 23rd, the Paradise Tattoo Gathering, the Thursday to Sunday full-on tattoo show with all the tattoo booths and all, you know, 40 to 50 different seminars and stuff um, that's happening then. I'm going to hammer through our sponsors because without it, this wouldn't be possible and then get into the interview with Mike. Um, professional development, if you are a tattooer or an apprentice, courses.reinventingthetattoo.com. Actually, I guess you could just go to reinventingthetattoo.com. It'll be me over there. Click on the courses link. The Reinventing Canon is the main one. You want to sign up for that, you know, probably first 300 a year for a guy. It's out of control how much you get for it. We also have uh, seminars from Andre Malcolm, uh, BJ Betts, Bob Tyrell. Uh, we just put up the Jesse Smith webinar. A lot of the BYOB seminars will be webcasting out. So yeah, so courses.reinventingthetattoo.com. WorldTattooEvents.com has the most comprehensive tattoo convention listing uh, listings that exist. It's a directory that can't be copied. I know, I tried to, and it's impossible. He just must do this nonstop. And these days, I tried to copy like 10 years ago and gave up. We're friends now. Um, 
Alex must just update 24-7, and these days, convention uh, updates are happening all the time. So, worldtattooevents.com, check it out. Inkjetstencils.com, uh, Donna and Russ, they have an amazing thing going on where you do your uh, stencil prep on your iPad or your computer. You print it out through your eco-friendly tank. Uh, they sell the inks and the papers. They're going gangbusters. Check it out, inkjetstencils.com. They've got a, either for, like, flash shops hammering shit out left and right, or they actually have like, you know, a system you can print out back pieces and sleeves and shit in one shot. Um, okay, rawpigments.co, acrylic free. They don't dry out in the cup, they are vegan friendly. Uh, check out, they've got uh, a whole, whole mess of videos. Lauren's been doing some interviews with raw pigment artists here on the Reinventing app. Uh, rawpigments.co, uh, D-Lies Pro in the United States. Uh, it's Dermalize in the rest of the world. Thank you, uh, international trademark laws and whatnot. Uh, so if you have seen Dermalize videos, know that uh, D-Lies Pro in the United States, same stuff, uh, different uh, country. But check it out. If you're still using cling wrap, it's designed not to uh, breathe. The, the Dermalize D-Lies Pro is designed specifically to let your uh, wound heal. So check it out. Definitely watch the videos. Use it as it's directed. You don't want to like peel that shit off the wrong way. You want to peel it off the right way. Um, Let's see, TattooNow.com, that's me. I do uh, computer geek stuff for tattooers, technology for tattooers. Uh, now that reinventing is pretty much up to speed, we've got new technologies for everything. I'm paying attention to some of our awesome, dedicated uh, website clients. I think we're doing like about 100 sites uh, still after 20 years of doing websites. So we've got uh, two or three new sites in production. And if you're interested in search engine hours, if you are you know, a current client or a possible new client, uh, let me know, tattoonow.com, Gabe at tattoonow. Uh, oh shit, this is going on forever. Uh, GuyHson.com is Guy, he makes this um, whole channel happen, the reinventing channel happen. Uh, GuyHson.com. I'm going to pop in here, and I believe Mike is in the background. Hey, Mike. How Hello. goes it? The uh, thanks for being in the background there. I'm going to just double check that this is streaming out in all of the right places. Oh, look at this! We have people in the chat rooms. Ricardo and Damon. They're talking about fishing. Haha. -ha. Uh, talking Ooh. about the change a little bit. Okay, so this is cool. We've got. Oh, actually, they were there earlier in the day. We did uh, have to shift this up. Thanks for. Uh, Rebeaming in people. Jason Lesser is in the chat rooms. Okay. Watching from Argentina. Hola. Hello. Cello. Uh, Como Hargo. Oh, there's some Spanish going on here. How do I listen to it in Spanish? Uh, we can't listen to these in Spanish, but we do actually have a lot of Spanish programming. Uh, we'll talk maybe slowly for some people, I guess. But um, this is this is working. So, Mike, how are, how are you doing? It's been a, a little while. I think the last time we caught up, was in Vegas like two or three years ago, maybe. Was it Vegas? Yeah, it was. It's been a while. Uh, yeah. I'm good. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, with the pandemic and everything, I mean, you know, we're we're hanging in there. Oh shit! You just started to go crazy. That's interesting. What do you mean? Can you see your? Uh, can you see what? Uh, what's going out? All of a sudden, you just started getting really pixelated. Uh no. Huh. Well, I am. Oh, yeah, I see it. Oh, yeah, that's Hold interesting. On, I wonder why that started. Thank you for dealing with this live, everybody. Now's a great time to share it out. You know what? I'll, uh, 
Okay, get you. Give me one second, sorry. Yeah, yeah, take time. I'm going to um, fire up some pictures here for uh, everybody to check out. Yeah, perfect. But uh, yeah, man, yeah, it's been a, a, a an insane, you know, couple of years since since Vegas. I remember uh, you did also there was an interview for the um, virtual tattoo gathering with Tony Ramel from Tattoo Society magazine. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that was a couple of years ago, I think, wasn't it? That interview was just about a year ago, maybe a little bit more. And um, I was looking, I was looking for the replay of it. Some of these things people have to catch live. That was some of the magic that. Um, like I said, I couldn't, I couldn't find the replay, but, um, but yeah, so you've been, uh, tattooing for over two decades now. Uh, we, we were talking about this. You're one of the oldest tattoo now, uh, websites and clients. Um, and I remember first being introduced to your work, like right out of the gate, you were doing some crazy realism, but I, I swear we'll have to do some fact checking. Cause this is so long ago. I swear you're like, you know, when I first talked to you, you're like, yeah, I'm tattooing out of my garage. I'm like, holy shit, you're tattooing out of yeah. your garage? Isn't that, like, forbidden? And you're like, yeah, I've been doing it for, like, I don't know. It wasn't two and a half weeks. Maybe it was, like, you know, six months to a year. But it was, like, right out of the gate. It seemed like you were doing killer work, you know, out of a, you know, a private studio in southern Los yeah, Angeles. Yeah, we call it a private studio. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's... It was full private. But, yeah, uh, no, that's how, I, that's how I was taught. The guy had a nice private studio in his garage and you know from my construction background I was like eh, I'll just do that you know I feel like the people that tattoo out of their house I, mean, I guess there's three different types there's the guys starting out and then there's also the guys finishing their career mm -hmm. absolutely because they're fucking fed up about the tattoo shop world you know it yeah it's a lot it's a lot to deal with so you know they go private sure you know I started hey. private now, and you had learned, uh, now, so you have a bunch of interviews, is, uh, and I, this is like a surprise uh, question. Is there a good, uh, another interview or some videos that you already have online where you talk about your backstory? Um, I mean, obviously we could go into it, but, um, you know, if you have like, I know you have interviews in some of the other uh, channels. Uh, if you could think of any, then we could just point people to those to get the backstory and, um, you know, kind of pick up, yeah. you know, somewhere along the line. Not really. I mean, I mean I'm sure there's there's stuff out there on YouTube and whatnot, but... Yeah, it is going on. I mean, round it off. It's it's damn near twenty years. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I mean, I remember uh, like Nick Baxter, somebody else who's for years. It's been like, oh no, he's only been tattooing three years. Oh no, he's only been tattooing. Well, I guess it's been six years. By now, it's like shit. It's been twenty years. You better fucking keep being good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you uh, so you had an apprenticeship with uh, or, or or some private tutoring or I mean I guess you know what, what were some of the most important things that you picked up that helped accelerate your tattooing career and I've got uh, some of the older tattoos here fired up. Um, well, one thing I remember early on in my in my learning, which it, I guess technically it was an apprenticeship, but it was just a different type of apprenticeship. Uh, one thing I remember specifically 
Uh, and, but keep in mind, this guy that taught me, he's like a color bomb, new school, you know, at that time, koi fish and, you know, lower back flower tattoos all day long, full color, bright. But I was always intrigued with realism and whatnot. And I remember taking a magazine to him and, and it was featuring Tom Renshaw. And I was like, dude, how in the hell is he doing all of this hair? Is it a special tool? I remember asking that specific question. Is it a special needle? You know, where you're just like, hmm. And it's like, okay, that's a thousand dots that we call hair. But no, he's like, no, you got to do every single one of them. He's sitting there pointing, mm -hmm. you know, pricking every single dot. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. All right. So th that was that was an interesting learn. But but even my 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 mentor, he 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 still doesn't realize like I didn't really teach you much, <laughs> you know, but I don't know. I started getting tattooed like very heavily at an early age. And I, I feel like that's when my learning started, you know, spending so much time at somebody else's garage, which was at that time I, we could call ghetto. Uh, there was times it was in a school bus. There was times where it was in a trailer pulled by a, a you know, a low rider caddy. Uh, my parents were out of town. I was throwing tattoo parties when I was 15 uh oh shit and yeah i definitely got grounded for that one but but yeah i mean that's that's where it started because i paid attention just to everything and yeah and then so when i got the opportunity to learn i just jumped all over it and yeah ran with it. i remember right out of the get-go you had a like a full tattoo collection going on and um you know i imagine that just being able to walk i mean obviously this is a, a pretty common story just being able to watch people during their process um, if you're paying attention, you know, over the course of years, you know, it's a, you know, one of the best ways to, to learn. Did you have any artistic background before then or were you straight up? Yeah. 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 Oh, I was always interested in, in, in art. I mean, I, I pursued, I almost got something going with Disney and whatnot, but no, I mean, okay. I ended up, you know, graduating high school and I just went to work with my, with my old man in construction and, but I was still getting tattooed like all the time. I, I had you know, my hands, my sleeves, my hand, and at that time, at that time, shit, it's like, yeah, should you do your hands, should you do your neck, that type of thing, you know, everybody's tattooing their face now, it's a completely different time, Yeah. but, you know, uh, I was fully covered, even before I knew that I was possibly going to be a tattoo, I didn't even know, I was just, I just loved everything about tattooing, and, I mean, flash forward, you know, it's like 27 years since I got my first tattoo, uh, yeah, I'm still every bit in love with the craft, really, and and I'm constantly trying to strive to, to better whatever it is. Uh, if I'm bettering myself, it's gonna it's gonna come back to everybody else because I like to teach, I like to help people, and I feel like I got a whole new bag of tricks yeah. that I want to share with everybody. And you you've been. Uh teaching for a long time i remember so i have one of these uh one of the puppy dogs fired up we could talk about some of those early tattoos and um yeah but you also were, were teaching and uh, doing dvds right out of the gate uh what, what are some of those early experiences of, of teaching and i mean i imagine the feedback was pretty awesome by now some of those tattooers have been tattooing like you know i, I don't know how long it's been 10 or 15 years since since you know since they've been checking out those dvds yeah, so my my first book, I think it was, I think it was '09. So however long that is, I don't even know what year it is. I think it's like twelve 20, years now, right? Twelve to only twelve? Yeah, I guess so. So so yeah, twelve years ago I did. Let's be realistic. That was the first book, which was just advanced like techniques for for realism, color, 
then, uh, you know, did multiple books after that, but not so much education. Uh, we do have a new book actually called Mastering Realism. That's really, really, <laughs> I've learned so much from this damn book. I didn't write it. It was uh, Lanny Markowski called Mastering Realism. It's really, really good. Uh, but then, you know, shortly after, let's be realistic, that I wrote in 09, then there was a couple DVDs like uh, Get Real, uh, and then Get Real Animal Style, then I did a Get Digital, you know, then there's seminars and all that all that fun uh, stuff. Yeah, but... I remember uh, somebody was just recently talking about the Photoshop uh, DVD that you did. They were talking about how that was their, one of their first introductions into, into the digital world. Have you... Have you uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, you're you've already you already transitioned into the digital world. You almost did you did you get into this doing it kind of digital, or were you just on that cusp? No, I learned Photoshop after I started tattooing. You did, okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, and I still I, use it. You still I use Photoshop? Are you, are you on the uh, iPad, or are you still on the computer in the Photoshop? Photoshop. The, yeah, because it's just got two. And, and, yeah, I feel like you know everybody's on Procreate, which is great. I get it. You know, I tried it, I used it, uh, but at the end of the day, just give me Photoshop, you know? It's got a couple extra tools that I use on there that, that Procreate doesn't have. Yeah. And it's the type of tool that I just can't do what I'm doing uh, without it. So I just, I jump on Photoshop every single time. Yeah, it definitely seems like, you know, there are professional tools that are kind of difficult to use. You kind of have to be a computer geek. And, but nowadays, you know, they're able to, uh, you know, like the, the gap is kind of shortening up a little bit. So, you know, with the Procreate, people that are less geeky can produce better effects. But then for there's a whole crew oh, yeah. of computer geeks that are like, well, why would I go to that? I already have, you know, I'm already flying jets, <laughs> you know. And that's kind of the way Photoshop seems sometimes. Yeah. No, pho Photoshop is an extremely powerful tool. I mean, I, I wish they, they made a good Photoshop for... Uh iPad you know that there is but it's nothing like procreate like if Pro procreate and Photoshop had a baby I mean that's uh -huh. that'd be amazing nice and um, so let's see so before uh, well, like as I was saying as we started off uh, we caught up over in Vegas you know let's let, let's chat a little bit about um, traveling around and stuff there's so so many of us can't you know we haven't been able to travel uh, I imagine that you've been kind of, uh, you know, in L.A. for a bit. Uh, what were some of your favorite... So let's go back in time. What were some of your favorite uh, conventions or travel experiences um, from back in the day? Oh, back in the day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, always the best ones are the stories that stick with you, you know, like all the like, bad stuff that happened. Oh, shit. And, uh, you know, fights in France with Roman or, <laughs> uh -oh. you know, all sorts of fun stuff like that. But you know what? It's it's always been the same way. I I'll, I'll I'd like to attend conventions that in a country or a city that I want to visit. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, so I don't know. Australia was amazing. I, I loved Amsterdam. New York is cool. Uh, there's I, there's there's tons and tons of places that that I that I really enjoyed. Yeah, it's uh, uh, pretty amazing that the tattoo, you know, the spirit of tattooing uh, enables us to really uh, experience pieces, parts of the world that a lot of people, I mean, everyone has the opportunity if they want to work really hard to kind of do it. But, you know, 
certainly the combination of the traveling spirit of, of artists and tattooing and clients. Um, yeah, I just absolutely love it. Do you, ha do you have any travel planned coming up or, or, or what's your, you know, as of, as of mid 2021 here, what, what is your traveling looking like? Well, uh, the paradise gathering. Right, BYOB. So that's October 3rd to the 6th. Not, not a tattoo convention, but, um, definitely encouraging, you know, a responsible amount of people to come out, uh, in person to Jiminy Peak. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Um, I might try and do Golden State. Mm -hmm. Probably. I mean, it's right, it's right in my backyard, so I might as well do it. Uh, then there's what, the Empire, like, and then... And then take uh, a little trip over to yours. Paradise. Yeah, the, the, the uh, uh, Empire is October first uh, to the third, so that's the uh, in New York City. And then uh, yeah, there's a fair amount of people that'll be popping up, you know, that uh, that Monday morning to uh, you know Monday morning ish to to catch up with the last three days of uh, of Paradise. That's that, you said that that's October. That's uh, Empire is in October. Yeah, so that that's the uh, the weekend just before. Paradise at Jiminy Peak. Okay. I better double check those dates. I thought it was September. You know, uh, everything sure has right. kind of gotten bounced uh, around a little bit, of course. It's, um, yeah. You know, it, it, yeah. it's a really crazy time to, to be throwing events. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. With that being said, I mean, shoot, Parad uh, not Paradise, uh, Golden State. I mean, it's, I think that's Pasadena. It's essentially L.A., I don't, I'm, we, we have the word on the street over here in LA area is that we're going to get shut down again in about two and a half weeks, mid, oh. mid August. Yeah. It's, so, it, yeah. You know, that's when, uh, the thing with the, with the paradise show is we, you know, we kind of, I mean, basically it was, it had been a long ass time and I had the place, you know, rented and, you know, we kind of have designed the event so that we could webcast out and people can beam in. You know, the, the, most of the seminars, you know, they cost the same amount of dough if you want to just beam into it. Because, um, you know, originally when we did it, we were in a pandemic and it was like, okay, everyone's got to wear masks. Can't have too many people inside, you know. But, you know, uh, yeah. that's, that said, Jiminy Peak is, you know, a lot of outdoors. There's a lot of stuff, you know, there's a lot of fresh air, you know, a lot of, a lot of condos with porches. So, um, yeah, so, th so that'll be a go no matter what then, is, is that what you're saying? Yeah, and if it breaks down to the fact, you know, just being the talent, you know, the, or, you know, beaming out, then we'll still do it. And, and if the talent can't travel here, you know, then we can be beaming in as, as we would have with the virtual conventions. So, you know, like I said, you know, the, the beauty of what we're doing really is, you know, it, it's not, a, it's already hybrid, right? Um, so, you know, worst, worst case scenario, I head up to Jiminy Peak with my cameras and computers, you know, and a mask, tell everybody to stay six feet back, but I'll, I'll zoom in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, like we'll, I said, we'll do what I, we gotta I, do. At, at the height of it, you know, uh, and, you know, six months ago, a year ago when we were setting this up, you know, the worst of the restrictions were, you know, less than a hundred people in the room, uh, everybody wearing masks and, um, you know, yeah. that, that's kind of what I'm preparing everybody for. If, if it's any less than that, then we're lucky. And like I said, there's, as you know, Jiminy Peak is a ski resort. You know, we have done seminars yeah. outside. And, um, you know, could always yeah, do that really if we need nice to. Yeah. But, uh, check this out. So you want to talk about, I've got more of these, these tattoos are just so fucking cool. Um, I've got the, yeah, the, some of the Star Wars ones. <laughs> Excuse me. 
So if just for a, a sake of reference, like how, is this like a one session tattoo or two sessions? Uh, uh, you know, about how long do these take? This is, uh, it's looking pretty awesome here. Yeah, that was actually a few years back uh, at Detroit Commission. That, it's not that big, that one. I mean, those are pretty straightforward. I mean, it's, it's about four hours-ish, <laughs> maybe. You know, the, even some of the smaller little more like 3D type ones actually take longer than those. Because of the uh, uh, detail and, and, and time needed. Let me, let's fire up some of those. Yeah, well, look, these are all amazing realism. This is one of the that first. Was, uh, yeah, that was one of the first. Although I was doing some 3D stuff like ever since the beginning. I remember doing a realistic pair on somebody like, with a, you know, it looked 3D and, and whatnot many, many, many years ago. So I've always like loved it, you know. I'm I'm a ginormous fan of like uh, like chalk art, like the, the 3D chalk uh -huh. art. If you have never seen it, I'm oh yeah, yeah. That I mean, I had a, a crazy 3D tattooed. Uh, it was like this little thing that looked like it was standing on my leg, but depending on the camera. Yeah. Other than just the photo, it was kind of dumb. <laughs> but I mean, it's been covered up since. But there's a lot of interesting things that you could do on skin that that I've been, uh, you know, messing with and different technique and whatnot. And I, I feel like I got it down. So I wanna, I wanna, I wanna start sharing it with people. Yeah, it's cool. And now uh, you recently did a, a seminar down with uh, Jesse Smith down at Loose Screw Tattoo. Yeah. And uh, you, two. two, two. I was just over there twice. Awesome. He's great. You want to chat about uh, your experience down there a little bit? Because uh, Jesse's always been one of those, another, you know, another one of those tattooer, artist, entrepreneur, you know, business owners, uh, you yeah. know, so somehow, you know, you guys are probably, you know, pretty in, in tune with some things. Yeah, you know, uh, Jesse's been around for a while, too, and there's always that little bit of a connection when you're on the road and you see these people over and over again you become really good friends and you know so as of recent it was the first time that i ever went to loose screw and it's he's got a badass shop i mean yeah it's really really cool i like everybody that works there yeah yeah absolutely. awesome he really took care of me too he's a great guy awesome he um i, I appreciate uh working with him he, he's the type of Tattooer who could um, oh wait I think I could do this Did that work oh it did work holy shit I've got a, a new clicky thing here uh, you know Jesse's one of those artists or, or just people who you know when you have a conversation with there's you know there's back and forth he actually listens and then you know the next time you talk it was like oh yeah you know I tweaked this or that or, or I changed something because of our last conversation and, and I you know not anymore I'm not surprised but for years I'd be like oh wow that's amazing that you actually listened and didn't like fight it or, or sit on it. You actually implemented it, changed it, and then embellished upon it, right? So now, now he's like, yeah. you should see, you know, some of those documents you sent my way, you know, you should see how I worked with them. You know, they're even better now. And uh, anyways, yeah, I love Jesse. He's, he's, he's got a very good, um, I don't know, good sense. And he's also another teacher who uh, also cares yeah. about, you know, passing on his knowledge and, and whatnot. Oh, yeah, he's just an all-around good, good guy. I mean, that's, huh. there's, yeah. Yeah, awesome. for sure. And then, uh, cool, let's get back to these. Uh, oh, wait, so now I think that if I click. Oh, shit, nope, that didn't work. Oh, that, that brings me to my script. Um, oh, hey, you know what? Actually, I have a note here uh, to, to, fact, to fact 
Oh no no! Before we get that, before we get there, um, let's talk about maybe some of the the previous shifts uh, in the tattoo industry, right? So so when you got into this, you kind of came in with a spotlight, you know, right right out of the gate. As I was saying, you know, you were doing some realism work, you know, and, and to your point, you'd you'd always been working with like special effects, you know, and three D tat, you know, three D tattoo effects, you know. So when you were recently like I do three D tattoos, I'm like, you've always done three D tattoos. Then I see what you're talking about. I'm like, oh wait, okay. Boom! You know, these, the, yeah. the point of these tattoos is to show off. You know, the 3D effects, not necessarily to have a tattoo that you know has has 3D effects. In any event, you, you kind of came in on a on a, in a spotlight, and um, you've seen it shift around a bunch. You know, you know, realism kind of. You know, again, it's still here and, and as rich as ever. But like, anyways, let's let's yeah. talk about some of the shifts that you've seen. Maybe maybe some of the first couple, and then because um, it, it's always fun to to hear the history and get it, get it down on, uh, on video here. Yeah. So gosh, I mean, I, I can't say that I, I was the first one doing, doing this type of work. I mean, at that time there was Nico, there was, you know, Mike DeMossi, which I became friends with, you know, like almost right off the bat. And we worked together for a long time and he taught me a lot. He, you know, Mike's a great guy as well. Yeah. Uh, Love DeMossi. <laughs> but yeah. So, so during back on, like during my, my short apprenticeship, uh, I remember too, Mike DeMossi was on the cover of a magazine too. And that's when I first heard of him. And then I saw him at a convention and then we just, we started getting along really great. So he, so, so basically, you know, I'm not, because there was, there was also Corey, there was Corey Cudney. Uh He was in a magazine, you know, at that time there was magazines, there was no Instagram. I don't there was no MySpace even back then. I don't know. Maybe there was MySpace. Was there MySpace? Nah, Shit, there was know. no MySpace. No MySpace. No. There was like Ink yeah. Nation, but I think that you might like you may have even been pre Ink Nation when you were starting. Like who, who else was it? Like Dino Cook had that fucking Dino Cook rib piece Dino that Cook. was out of control. I would say Dino Cook. Dino Cook and Corey Cudney. Mm-hmm. In in my book. As far as color realism, yeah, sure, there was other guys, you know, the Tom Renshaws. There was, there was some other guys that were amazing. Yeah, the Eternal Ink color. Crew. Oh, also Robert Hernandez. And Hernandez, yeah. I remember in the first like month of my apprenticeship, uh, Jim Hyde, the guy, my mentor, he's like, hey, let me show you something real quick, and he pulls up Robert Hernandez's website, mm-hmm. and even though Robert does all sorts of crazy shit, he uh, he did color realism. Yep. And it was amazing. So, you know, I took that and stuff. But I feel like I did help color realism get, uh, you know, take it to the next level as far as popularity is concerned. Because I was just, you know, I was just on top of it. I was like, screw it. And I just, you know, sent my stuff to all the magazines and this and that. And I traveled everywhere. So uh, I think that helped, you know, the the boom. You know, because there was Nico. Nico was there too, which, you know, Mike DeMossi taught Nico. So when I was working with DeMossi... You know, I mean, shit. He taught he taught Nico, so you know, but but Nico was was also huge at the time, you know, and he still is, you know. Uh, yeah, I remember some of those. Uh, was a Catwoman was one of the tattoos. Yeah, Batman, was, uh, Batman. And the Batman, Batman, yeah, the whole Batman, the whole egg that was like a, a whole collection of. Uh, I remember seeing those for the first time. I think uh, Joshua Cartland was the guy that turned me on to Nico way back. You know, I mean, obviously, he's you know just over a decade or maybe fit close to fifteen years ago at this point. Um, yeah, but uh, you know, now you've also been always very business minded, right? So you know, even back in that time, you started 
you know, uh, you know, self-publishing and making some of your own products. You started working with some of the other companies. Um, you want, we want to chat about some of those early business, uh, you know, and again, in some ways it was, yeah. uh, we, we could almost point to somewhere, you know, before there was investment banking corporations, you know, buying up multiple, you know, supply companies or, or partnering or investing with, I'm not yeah. sure exactly, the, I'm not privy to any of those deals and I don't mean to be disparaging, uh, but what I mean yeah. to say is, you know, you, you were there when it was still really tattoo, all tattooers, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a tattooer, right, so part of me is you know this this new you know era of of business uh, people coming in to you know and again the the successful ones are collaborating yeah. anyways let's talk about some of those very first businesses and some of that shit so i mean as far as as far as like the book thing you know i i have memento publishing you know we we've, we've published i think like easily a dozen books maybe, maybe we might be at 13 or 14 books now some coffee table awesome. style books. Actually, the first one, uh, which I say he helped me a lot, was Guy Itchison. Uh We collaborated on the first uh, Tattoo Prodigies book, uh, which was amazing. It was like Memento Publishing and Proton Press at the time. Awesome. Uh, so there was that. Uh, I remember that I, I tattooed this one guy. He was a he was like a really crazy like bodyguard, and he's ginormous. I remember him walking in. And I'm just like, damn. But he's like, hey, he had this manual. It was a book. I swear, it was a three-ring binder, actually, kind of like guys' early early book. Uh, but it was thick. I mean, it was probably three or four inches, and it was Bodyguard International Training. And he's like, Mike, you should you should write a book. So that that's where I got you know that, and then also come in with reinventing the tattoo. I was like, you know what? Maybe maybe I should you know. So so I did that. Then so that was probably my first. Uh, experience with uh outside of the art world you know prior to that was construction so construction art tattooing then venturing out business-wise products and and all that sorts of stuff was so you know there was let's be realistic and tattoo prodigies but then uh early very very actually early on and it was from mike demossi's uh mine and uh, mike's friendship that i got connected with maria rose now and we partnered together early, very early on. I mean, I'm, I, I don't even think it had, yeah, maybe it had its name, but Stencil Stuff. Uh, so I'm co-founder co uh, of Stencil Stuff, Prep Stuff, Spray Stuff, all that stuff. I also helped Redemption, Tattoo Care. Uh, so yeah, so so that was that. That that went really well because I remember, remember early on, like. I know, I know there's guys a lot older than me, you know, that were probably tattooing without gloves and, you know, cleaning needles with alcohol and stuff. But at that time, I, I, I feel like I'm right in the middle of like old school and like new, you know? Uh -huh. So it's like, you know, because when I first started, there was, I think I was using Starbright and I think the max amount of colors that you could get was 24. Oh shit. Uh -huh. 24 color set. Shit. Now I think Eternal Ink has like 600 colors or something like that. So you don't even have to try to like get your shade, you know, or uh -huh. whatever. Uh, but yeah, so th there's been a lot of developments with that as well. But uh, stencil stuff was 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 a good one. Uh, and then yeah, then then uh, recently it was three years ago I started the company uh, Wipeouts, which are sterilized tattoo towels that are softer. You know, they're, they're just really good for prepackaged. I don't have any around here, but. Uh, no, they're really cool. I encourage 
people to, to try them because ever since I started using the, the these, it's uh shit. I I I spend so much time. Who would have thunk that you know when Mike DeVries grows up, he'd be a towel, a towel <laughs> expert, you, you know? Uh, but shit, you know, sometimes you just gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, but let me, uh, let me fire him up here real quick here. Uh, sorry, keep keep chatting. I'm gonna I'm gonna fire yeah, up so, uh, wipeouts in the background. I don't know. It was it was an idea based off of the fact of like if you had a wound and you went and you went to urgent care, and hey, you're like, hey, doc, you know, I I have this wound, you know, I, I fell down, you know, if they were to say, hold on one second, I, hey, hey, Susan, hey, <laughs> you know, hey, go run to Seven Eleven, get some bounties. I got a wound to clean up. <laughs> you know, it's just like, wait a second. You know, but I've ever since I started using them every day, I mean, I haven't heard a peep of somebody complaining about the wipe, which also leads me mm. to think less abrasion, less hurting, better healing, less touch ups, less hurting, more time in the chair to create. There's so many pros to it, you know, that. But I, I feel like what the hard part, my challenge, is I've been working on this for a few years, but the challenge is, you know, you've heard the saying, loyal to the coil? Sure, of course. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you something that I don't think nobody has heard before. <laughs> They're loyal to their role. <laughs> nice. Loyal people role. people really dig their, their paper towels. Yeah, to your point, they you do. know, uh, you know, using any of like this is similar, you know, philosophies with a saran wrap. It's like it's it's it was used when there was no things designed, you know, for the purpose. But there's people now that are designing sure. things for the purpose. Sure. But saran wrap still works and not wrapping still works. Right. You know, but yep. a, almost a, a wipe, a pain free wiping tattoo experience from start to finish. And you don't hear anybody complain like, ah, ah, like it's, there's no, there's, 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 it's a painless tattoo wipe. Awesome. And they're sterilized. In this day and age, you should be breaking open that pack of wipes, set it on your station, and you're ready to go. Also, uh, something that I'm going to start pursuing here in a minute, because these artists are, you know, they're, they're loyal to the role. So it's like, okay, well, at, at some point I got to. I gotta shift things, and, and I'm like, well, what else is this is this good for? Well, how do you dry your fresh tattoo? Mm. Paper towel or a bath towel? Yeah, because I mean, I'm fully covered. I mean, my whole body's covered. My neck used to be tattooed. Sure. I mean, I'm head to toe. I mean, not head to toe, but you know, all everything. Neck to toe. And <laughs> neck neck to toe. Uh, and I don't know. Let's say you use a fresh bath towel after you get out of the shower, after you clean your tattoo. Well, how do you dry it? Like, not a lot of people talk about that. They always talk about what kind of soap to use. They always talk about, you know, when to clean it, how to clean it, what to put on it. But nobody talks about drying it. Now, if you air dry it, okay. But I still don't think that's 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 good enough. So because so the, the, the water is still soaking in if you air dry, right? I mean, air dry, it's okay. Yeah. Air dry, that, that's fine. Uh, you know, but if you open up a, a pack of wipeouts, you got, you, the option is either 10 or, or 20 towels that are soft. And you open the pack, you put it on next to your sink in your bathroom. 
and now you have 10 or 20 sterilized, dry, soft towels to, to dry your tattoo. Nice. To pat dry. It's the safest uh, and probably, it's probably the best. I, I, I can't think of a better way. Huh. The, so, uh, that, that lineup of artists that's using it's pretty sick. What's that? That lineup of artists that's using it's pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm so this this wipeouts. I'm still plugging away, but you know what? Another thing too that's that's going to be super awesome is uh, it should be probably any day, maybe not any day, but within a couple of weeks, uh, cleansing tattoo aftercare wipes uh, in 40, forty count packs. It's going to be super cool. Uh, shoot, I had one somewhere around here, uh, but then also pain relief wipes. Uh, they're cleansing uh, with the point. Well, you guys don't need to know all that shit, the percentages of whatnot, but it's uh, it's antimicrobial as well as uh, infused with lidocaine, kind of like Bactine. So they're uh, uh, numbing wipes, and they're incredible. I've tested it, and it's the order is in. That's it's what coming. I was. Uh, my only question, I didn't want to ask it because I didn't ask you in advance. I was going to wonder if there was any sort of you know Bactine lidocaine, and you know, a lot of, some people will add just a little bit into their rinse cups or whatever. But um, sounds like that's yeah. exactly what's going on. And and it's really it's crazy because I tested it for like over a year. I had a five gallon drum, and I would what I what I was doing was just open a pack of wipeouts, give it a drench, put it on my cart, you know, mm-hmm. and then there you go. But you don't need your your rinse bottle. You don't need your plastic bags to cover it. You don't have to waste your time to dilute the soap. And basically, you use those wipes from start to finish. So it's almost a pain free tattoo experience. For, forget the numbing uh, creams and forget the all that other crap and the spray. You don't want to be spraying open wounds anyway, because, but a nummy wipe, let me tell you, you pull a line, you still got a stencil. You don't, you pull a line, you wipe it. Now it's numbing. You pull another yeah. line, it's numbing. It's just constant the whole time. Yeah. It, it's mean, really great. So, I mean, cause the, uh, the active ingredients, uh, doesn't work on unbroken from what I, from what I know, or from what I've heard, uh, it won't work yeah. on unbroken skin. That's why you need to like really soak it down. But, 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 you know, often people, you know, used to use it just kind of near the end. So after the skin was kind of open, sometimes you could, uh, you know, soak a little bit of it in there, you know, give it 15 minutes and then go back and do the whites. But to your point, like, well, it's if because you're, you can't, you can't, what? It, you yeah. can't, no, nobody wants to use Bactine until they're done with the stencil because Bactine will Got take the stencil it. off. But if you're, if it's more precise, like, mm-hmm. let's say this is a wipe, you, you pull a line. And you just go like that. Right. You're, you're not affecting the stencil at all. But there's the other creams and stuff. But oh gosh, I've I've never I've never in my career been like that cream's pretty badass. You know what? I, I want to start recommending it to all my clients to put uh, it on before they leave. Leave it on for an hour. Wrap it in plastic. Come over because the thing is, is when that wears off, they're done. Yeah. It's yeah. I've also never heard of a successful case of that. Like I said, you know, it took me a while to really even believe the, um, you know, the Bactine lidocaine and the rinse cuppy thing. Um, but, you know, after a while, again, Guy does it that way. I think Jeff Ensminger, you know, uh, Jake, I mean, obviously the, lots of people figured out, uh, you know, this mm-hmm. kind of method. Uh, but it is, you know, it is amazing how, you know, well, I guess this could kind of shift into another question. So obviously you, you think about client care. Um, but I guess, uh, how important is it to, um, 
to pay attention to clients' pain management. You know, obviously there's a lot of old school tattooers that are like, fuck it's it, it's going to hurt. Okay, let's, let's riff on that a little bit. Yeah, no, I, I, look, I, I, like I said, I feel like I'm a, cross, I'm a crossbreed between an old school mentality and new. And you have to adapt or you just get stuck in your ways, use your coil, use your rolls, you know. But here's, here's the bottom line. This is what I truly believe from the bottom of my heart is we're not necessarily selling tattoos. We're selling an experience. Mm-hmm. And if that experience was fucking horrid, I don't know if that, that, that client is going to be rushing back into your chair. But if it was good, they're coming back. 100%. You know, it's, that's what uh, they're addicted yeah. to. Uh, you know, it's, it's not the tattoo. So, um, but the combination of the two, right? And this is where, you know, you're one of those artists, a lot of artists that pay attention to both the experience and the effect that experience has on people as well as, you know, a piece of tattoo, not a piece of tattoo art, but a a fucking awesome tattoo. Correct. Then all of a sudden that's where the... Yeah, and and I feel like also uh, I'm both. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an avid tattoo collector. I've been mm-hmm. tattooed probably by, I think I last time I counted it was 50 artists, good ones. Nico, Victor Portugal, Arlo. I mean, the Nick Baxter did my chest. Car, you know, did my back. Oh, can uh, we see your chest? Can you just fucking break out? Let's see what it looks like naturally in Harry. Oh, and Josh Duffy and, and so uh, this one's yeah. okay. Let me see. The camera's weird. Nick, Nick Baxter. Uh, Bob Tyrell, uh, Baxter, uh, Nico, uh, and Yangel did inside a little eye up there. Carson Hill did this one. This other guy, just some random shop, <laughs> that one. Oh, Josh Duffy did the filigree uh, here. Garcia did some stuff there. Victor did my butt. Arlo did kind of by my butt. But there's a lot of guys. Gosh, she's this Josh. Her, I, I've been tattooed by a lot of guys. A lot of hours. Oh. I, I, about a thousand. No, no one could take offense if you didn't include them with so many people in there already. <laughs> What's that? No, no one could take offense if uh, you missed them because you can't list off all 50 people. Yeah, yeah I'd have to look. I mean, Lanny did my own. I mean, yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot. Um, oh, Sergey just did my neck. It's not done yet. Uh, Josh Duffy did the back of my neck. Guy did my foot. Guy just did my foot. Jeff awesome. Ensminger did my other foot. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Uh, but I feel like that's why I could see both sides. Yes. Like, I'm in the chair. You know, I, I see people in the chair. Just, oh, it hurts, or this, or that, or uncomfortable, or this, or that. word but ah motherfucker well let's give it a oh oh look at that looks like it's the stream has come back here at least it says it has back to video oh i think we're back can you hear me okay yeah better ah okay so uh fuck what were we talking about thank you for keep staying people are still tuned in uh so thank you for bearing with our internet connection um, oh, okay. So how about this? I've got a, a question for you that comes in pretty often. Um, what is, 
You, what is the one main concern, or, or at least these days, what is your main concern uh, as far as tattooing with in the style that you're working in? So, you know, as far as tattooing realist tattoos, when you're about to, to go into the tattoo with a client or, or do, to do the design, you know, what, what, is, what are some of the main issues that you're, you're looking to solve these days? Like I said, it's all about the experience. So mm -hmm. the experience starts as soon as they walk through the door. I feel that, uh, and, and what I'm going to talk about a lot and, and explain in detail is it's all about the prep. Mm. It's just like drawing a back piece. You know, if you're going to spend five hours drawing a back piece, okay, well, how about five hours of prep uh -huh. with something realistic that you just find a picture? Okay, well... Is that good enough? Uh, no, it's not. So it's the prep. Yeah, 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 for sure. That, um, oh, oh, let me get, catch the cameras back here. You know, what's the, the, there's the, you know, measure twice, cut once kind of, uh, you know, old adages, but there's certainly no for question sure. that the people that are the most successful spend a lot of time arranging their environments and the forces at work that they can control, you know, towards success. And, and sometimes it's actually, imagine, you know, you, you hear it too. It's it's very frustrating when people are like, oh, you're so lucky, or you know, oh, you get to travel. You know, and it's like, well, wait, I, I, you know, we've aligned a lot of parts of our life specifically so we could do that. You know, and um, to your point, you know, the the preparations uh, will often, you know, the the more time that you spend thoughtfully preparing, you know, you could really save so much time and energy. And in some ways, you can't really even scale. You can't do a lot of things unless you figure out how to do it like that. Yeah, I mean, but 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 for like a 3D tattoo that 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna be teaching here real shortly, it's it's a different mindset. It's a completely different mindset and a and a completely different approach. I mean, guy, guy's done it. He 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 could probably figure it out where where I'm going with it, but uh, but yeah, it's a completely different mindset and it's it's not a come in knock it out like knock knock it out like yeah i'm gonna knock this out that shouldn't even be in a tattoo artist vocabulary unless you're a traditional artist or this or that uh -huh. and, and that's and that's what it's calling for sure but if you're trying to do something a little bit different or you know outside of the box there's thought there's a process there's 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 actually there's there's almost a s steps you got to take like and that when I tattoo uh, an all-day thing, let's say it's for that, you know, a little, like, the, this, what I see on the screen here is, like, that blow pop. That blow pop took six and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Sure. Six and a half. <sighs> tattoo time. Three hours of prep. Uh-huh. All day. Just as long, if not longer, than, you know, a regular size, decent size, one-day tattoo. Yeah, it's and, now, insane. and you're planning to basically where the contrast is going to be because obviously there's so much fine detail, but it's all like right next to things. It seems that um, so yeah, it feels like it actually does follow. Are, are you breaking any rules here? I mean, I guess I don't, we don't want to get too much into what you're. I break all the rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. multi stencil. That's not just one stencil hmm. either. Okay. But I want to explain that in the seminar. I yeah, mean, there's, there's yeah, yeah. so much. That it's 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 next. It's not. I mean, I don't want to say, oh, I'm next level, but this process to do this shit, it's next level. It's it's. Uh, 
it's almost too much. So that's pretty awesome. <laughs> so I didn't realize that. So you're doing like a, a multi stencil, like in between uh, uh, passes or, 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 in or in between. Well, like I said, I guess you don't want to talk about it too much. Let's just, let's Once, just dork out on this shit and fucking. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so we maybe, do you want to that, that Jolly Rancher took four and a half hours. Four and a half hours of tattoo time and, um, and then even more to prep. Just the too. shadow took an hour and a half. <laughs> awesome. But yeah. also, the reason for that is to, for the perfect heel. And I think a lot of tattoo artists overlook that. Take your fucking time. Make sure it heals good. Because it's part of the experience. If somebody goes home and their tattoo is just bloody and blah, blah, and not healing good, that their friends are looking at it. It's all part of the experience. If sure. it's a good heel, and it does great, and it looks really good and shot, Okay, well, they're excited. They're more excited than, hey, man, check this out. Like, I don't know. Like, how uh, do you just yeah. take your time the first time and just get it done right this time? And uh, it's, it's well, like what you just said, uh, measure twice, cut once. Well, yeah. Yeah, here's and, another and, uh, one that uh, as soon as I remember seeing this guy, oof. Seven hours. Awesome. Fucking. But I also think that... Uh, uh, any artist that is using the time, the clock, I think the clock is our worst enemy. And, uh, you know, I stopped charging by the hour because, first of all, if it's an hour, one, two, three, four hours of prep, whether or not it, whatever it is, looking for something, Photoshop is this or that, which I'm going to, I could explain that when, uh, you know, during seminars and workshops that we're going to do. But it's just, it's just different. So if there's three, let's just say three hours of prep, including a stencil, which for this, there's an art form for that and a specific way to do it. Uh, if you skip certain steps, it's going to lack, you know, mm -hmm. but yeah. So, so I, I just end up charging by the day, but it's a hard sell because it's like, yeah, we're going to be here all day. For, for a tattoo this oh, big, shit. and it's going to cost just as much money for a tattoo this big. Go ahead and sit in my chair. It's a little bit harder of a sell, but, you know, one of those things. Clearly, it's worth <laughs> it, you know, and, uh, and imagine yeah. that the, the clients are flipping out. They're, you know, uh, people that are looking at those tattoos are, must be flipping out. Wow, that looks so real. Um, let's uh, Maybe let's do uh, one last question about, you know, this client experience a little bit. And, um, you know, I mean, I guess, you know, maybe we could talk a little bit about the different types. You know, there's a lot of tattooers that are, that are watching a lot of apprentices. Maybe we could talk a little bit about the different types of reactions or experiences that you're, you're helping clients. Client, uh, let me take a sip of my tea so I could ask this question right. <laughs> the, um, one of the things I like to dork out on, you know, is the experience, but it's also the, tra the, the experience that helps set the stage for the transformation of the client, right? Like they're, they're coming to you with some sort of imagery. And this is where the, this is my question that people are coming to you for, you know, a couple different types of tattoos, you know, somebody that's coming to you for a portrait, that's a memorial tattoo, um, or somebody who's coming to you with a portrait of somebody that, um, you know, maybe it's not a memorial tattoo, but somebody whose energies are trying to manifest. Or, you know, sometimes it's just a matter of like, I want something pretty cool that pops off the skin. Although I imagine that both of, you know, imagine these tattoos, you know, it's not just a blow, or maybe it's just a blow pop. Maybe it's just a strawberry, but those strawberries or blow pops could also be, you know, the 
a more those could be memorial tattoos also. So I guess my question is, sure. um, can you talk a little bit about the different transformations that you've seen your clients go through over the years? Well, hold that thought, hold that question. I just want to say one other thing. And this is, I find this interesting. And I, I have held one one seminar once. It was actually at Loose Screw. It was for the guys over there. And uh, yeah, it went really, really well. But uh, shit, I forgot what I was going to say. Damn it. What was I going to say? Ah. Had a brain fart. I'm oh, sorry. Good. What oh, was good. your question? <laughs> so, uh, uh, well, let's actually to, to your, maybe while you're still on uh, on the seminar stuff, let's let's just talk about the actual format. So, what will the format be for this upcoming set of seminars? Or it's not a set of seminars. Sorry, <laughs> this is good. We will definitely edit. Um, let me get myself on here so I can ask the question. Um, so you have a, a pretty awesome format for this upcoming seminar slash workshop. There's a one day where you have like your presentation and you go through your formulas. And then the next day people are going to have practice skins and, and they're going to be doing tattoos or, you know, on the, on the practice skins with you there. Uh, let, let's talk about that yeah. a little bit. It sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, exactly. So, so the, the loose screw, uh, which was my first like 3d type of seminar, it went well. Uh, it was there was no workshop, but it was just you know I guess uh, you know instruction, uh, you know a, a lecture if, if if you will by showing you know hey look at this and this is my this is what I do and here look at the screen and here's step one but yes it is it's almost step by step it's all it's almost not like a paint by number or any means but like there's definitely a process there's definitely stages in order to capture that and if you skip a skip a step. Uh, you're gonna, you're, you know, you're gonna see the the corner that was cut. Uh, so it's completely different. Like it's, like I said, this seminar is gonna be like nothing else. I don't think. I, I, I mean, I don't know anybody that's ever taught what I'm about to teach. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be good. Awesome. For, and for now, uh, in. should people be, um, you know, the people that are taking the the in-person workshop on the second day where they're doing the tattoos, they're, they're bringing their own tattoo machines, I, I presume, in their own inks? Or, or how does that work? You know, it doesn't it doesn't really matter about tattoo machines. It doesn't matter about the ink. It, does, it doesn't matter about all that stuff. It's going to what, – what matters is the mindset that might need to be altered. But, oh, that's what I was going to say. Shit, it just came back to me. So I feel like – this seminar, even though it's for 3D realism, okay, or whatever you want to call it, it'll work for a traditional artist, it'll work for new school, Japanese, uh, lettering, all of it. I don't care what kind of style you do, this can be applied to what you do or what they do, and that's going to make things real interesting. Mm -hmm. You see that. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Watching what people do—that's one of the most satisfying things about uh, just teaching in general—is, you know, you know, we we end up, you know, sharing whatever it is that we happen to to figure out, you know, uh, you know, usually by trial and error, or sometimes by filtering other people's lessons when we're smart enough to to be able to do so. Um, but but likewise, like when we're teaching things, and then people take that and run with it. Uh, all of a sudden, three years later, five years later, uh, we're seeing all this different crazy stuff come back. It's uh, you know yeah. very satisfying for sure. 
Yeah. But, uh, so, but 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 to, to finish your question, sorry. Uh, as far as ink or needles or machines or whatever the heck these guys got to bring for uh, the workshop part of it, they could probably just use what I bring. Uh, yeah, probably bring bring machine and needles. I guess that that's it. Everything else, yeah, it. Everything else doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, awesome. I definitely get it. So, uh, okay. So I do want to, uh, I'm going to bring out one for anybody that's still watching. Uh, I want to, uh, I need to fact check my brain sometimes. Um, is it, did you tell me a story? Is it true that Sylvester Stallone found you way back in the day uh, on one of the Tattoo Now websites? He did. And... I just saw him a couple of days ago. Oh, and no I saw shit. Him a few days before that. And I saw him like a week before that. And he texted me all the freaking time. Uh, and he's an amazing guy. Yes, that's, that's probably where he found me. Yeah, he called me one day and he's like, hey, Mark. You know, and I, th- I thought I was being pranked. But you know, sure. it was him. And, uh, and we talk and I, I see him a lot. Actually, recently, I'm just going through all of his tattoos. He just wanted me to, to brighten and, and, you know, uh, just make them as good as they can be and you know it is what it is but he, he's yeah. he's super awesome he's really i really like him a lot you know but he's you know he's he's sly you know so it's like he wants what he wants and he's an artist so it's like i have to listen and yeah, all yeah. that good stuff but but you know i remember yeah. uh the, the reason why I, I i swore that it was true is because um i remember you were saying that he had mentioned one of the other tattooers that had their uh profile picture was like of a I don't know, killer clown or a killer zombie or something and you were like yeah you know especially it was a little bit like i'm not so sure about that that guy because he's you know he's got a funny picture and in my head i, I remember i was like oh man that's it yeah. he's never coming back that guy like I, I you know we need to pass you know slides test and then the next day i was in the show or i was somewhere and i was like Sylvester Stallone is cutting like Rambo Six, where he like tears people's throats out and eats their eyeballs and shit. Like he's getting offended. <laughs> uh, okay, you know, whatever. It's all good. But um, it's always yeah, fun sometimes no, he's super, that uh, he's super cool. it's awesome. And the fact that he's actually going to to great tattooers, you know, to to get tattooed. You know, obviously there's so many uh, celebrities or people with means that somehow they they don't transition into getting amazing tattoos. But it's good always good to to see celebrities that do so. Um, and again, yeah, part Absolutely. of the fun part is like it, by the time you get to his level, I mean, he's clearly an executive level art artist, you know, uh, there's a lot to learn from, uh, you know, I imagine from, from that kind of clientele, but let's not, we don't need to, to dork out on that too much. Like I said, I just mostly wanted to fact check, uh, the fact that wasn't going out of my mind. So, um, yeah, is there anything else that you might want to add before we uh, wrap it up? We're going to have, uh, a lot of fun coming up in paradise, but we don't want to, uh, yeah, we don't need to go on too far because we want to well, encourage people to show up. Yeah, and I, I hope a lot of people turn out. I think that, you know, th- there's a difference between getting behind, like, what we're doing right here, you know, behind a camera and, uh, you know, uh, separate versus in person. There's, you learn so much more, you know. You could you could vibe out. You could, you know, like, wait, what? And you're like, just do that. You know, it's like th- there's, a, there's a lot of pros, way more pros uh, to getting out and, and, and coming, I would encourage people to come and, and take seminars. And, and I always feel like shoot for whatever it is, a couple hundred bucks or whatever. If you walk away with, you know, even one shit, one, 
you know, or multiple uh, new thought or a thinking process behind something that can make you better in a certain way, it's worth it. Like, how is that not worth it? Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and to your point, you know, I've, I've heard and done interviews with gazillions you know, of people. Uh, and then when I'm, when I'm producing an event where I'm, you know, I'm, I have the opportunity to take their seminar, you know, and especially with people like you or like Baxter or Guy, you know, like somebody with that guy, I, I like literally, I mean, I, I, I don't know if there's any media that he makes that I don't, you know, end up consuming somehow. But when he's doing a seminar or, or when he's doing like a featured interview, all of a sudden he's like putting it in order. You know, and instead of yeah. like picking up pieces, parts here and there, all of a sudden he's like, you know, this this is my thought process, you know, or this is my this section mm-hmm. of my thought process from start to finish. I'm like, oh my god, that's how those puzzle pieces fit. So um, yeah, yeah, I definitely can imagine to your point and, and to encourage people that um, even if and the whole point of engaging in all of these interviews is to um, encourage people to to come to the events where you know we're really picking it apart and and it's designed to you know designed to inspire people so that they can do better tattoos and do better art. Oh, for sure. And especially like the workshop part of it. So like the, the day one will be, you know, seminar, lecture, that could almost be good enough for somebody. But if somebody wants to take it to the next level, which, hey, I'm a true believer in, let's just do better. Like if, if, it's, a, if, if it's an extension of something, hey, the workshop is going to be real good. That's that's when you learn the most. Like I, like we were saying from the very beginning, I feel like I've learned the most from getting tattooed the last whatever it was, 27 years. So if you're watching, if I if I could step in and say, hey, you mind, you know, step in, they're gonna learn way 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 more than being like, yeah, just do that next time over like a, a Zoom call. You know what I mean? Oh, 100 percent. And and the fact that you're not tattooing on people it means there's no health concerns. And, um, you know, to your point, it's like almost like doing a little mini collab with people. I see a lot of this with, um, yeah. you know, painting seminars and stuff where the instructors will go along and they start painting on things and they, they can literally show people right then and there. So I'm really That's excited to, for the opportunity for uh, tattooers to be able to, to engage in this kind of education. So I really appreciate, you know, you coming out on, on you know, again, in crazy times under short notice. Um, so, yeah, anybody that's in New England or there's people traveling, you know, people got their tickets from Florida. People, you know, some people will get in the airplanes and, and come on out. So, um, like I said, it'll be uh, an honor and it'll be really fun to kind of catch up after all these years again in person and to, uh, you know, to see the effect that, that you have on uh, another round of people. Yeah, I'm excited. Awesome. Well, I definitely want to uh, thank everybody uh, in the chat room. I want to thank Iatrison for you know making the, the reinventing channel and platform possible. All the tattoo now clients. Thanks, Thanks to Mike for the time, and uh, I'm excited to be hammering out on the new version of your website. So, uh, um, yeah, as you as as time permits, I know that you, right now your time is at a minimum. It's a uh, you'll have exciting news for everybody, I imagine, pretty soon. <laughs> Awesome. Let's uh, okay. Let's end this. You want to uh, do the uh, look straight into the camera and then uh, let people know, like do the call out, your name, the the website, phone numbers, Instagrams, whatever it is that uh, you want to send people to to find you. I'm Mike DeVries. You can find me on Instagram, or actually TikTok now. TikTok's actually pretty good. Uh, at Mike DeVries. Uh, if you want to. Explore the wipeouts, give them a try, and be wipeouts with a Z.com. Memento Publishing, get your Mastering Realism book, and uh, you won't regret that one. Uh, and we'll see you at the seminar. Awesome. Let me um, fire this up. Thanks.
Voila. Okay, well, thanks again, everybody, and we will catch up.